Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Fucking great. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks. Which no one can deny. Which no one can deny. Episode 34, Friends and Rivals, come at ya. Did I do that right? It should be Friends and Rivals podcast, right? Coming at you. I've I mean, that's fucking you know, thirty-four. That's the way times. it's been thirty-three I'm, times before yeah, this. I'm, I'm one of your, I'm one of your hosts, Tom Parkers. With me as always are Stephen Woch. Do it still every episode. Chili Davis, Ooh. egg noodle Nick. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, linger longer. <laughs> well, they can't. We, I mean, we yeah, started I, after I we had that conversation, so very topical and funny to us. You guys missed the joke. Maybe it'll be on the best of. We're gonna have. I think it'd be probably not the best of. That that does not make the cut. It doesn't make. All right. The marketing marketing department is not putting together a best of episode. No. Well, they should. God damn it. They should. They should. How's everybody's week? Everybody good? Fantastic. Philly, Pittsburgh. I was in Pittsburgh. I got to see the greatest Mets game of all time. Oh, it's the it's the fucking Mets. It's the Mets. I mean, they let me, lost. Let me right? just let me just interrupt you here for a second. There is nothing worse than getting shit talking texts from Casey. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing worse than getting those oh, texts man. from him, well, you're, especially you're knowing that he was at the game. Your Devils team have sucked for the past couple of years. Yes. So uh, it's even worse when you get the hockey ones. Yes. Quote. Oh. Quote. I have never seen such a disastrous choke since the lightning lost in four. That was was true. And then he simply said, what just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, I think as a family, we had never seen a two out walk off grand slam before. Wow. That was, that was interesting. Giving up a six run lead in the last two innings. Well, didn't the Yankees do that this year? Yankees did that like a couple weeks ago, didn't they? Was I don't know. I, don't I thought it was one. four. I think it was four for the Yankees, no? Yeah, the, the last game before the break in Houston, they were up like nine to two, and they lost 10-9. Oh, that's Chap- Chapman's. Um, no, Chapman the, wasn't even, no, Chapman wasn't he even didn't, He didn't play in that one? He, no. had, he had probably blown other games, to, so they oh. went to somebody else. Shocking. Shocking. So I got to tell you, the 17th, three days ago, when the uh, trade freeze happened, that was more exciting than than the last three trade deadline Oof. days put together, in my opinion. There was there was more good. that happened in the in that last final last ditch effort before three o'clock. Was it three o'clock? Or was it noon? No, nah, three o'clock. Was it three o'clock? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because it would. I wouldn't have seen as much if it was noon. I wouldn't have seen as much of it. So right, you're, you're right. I think it, I, you're right. I think it was three o'clock. I'm just so used to three o'clock for trade deadlines. Yeah. But there was so much happened in that final minute, apparently, that everybody hit the registry uh, to trade somebody. I guess, you know, before, because unlike the trade deadline, you've got all teams involved. You know, the trade deadline, you just have buyers and sellers. But this was every team trying to make a move to, to improve their situation. So one of the teams that improved their situation through a trade was the New York Islanders. That's so, Nick, Nick, what what did the Islanders get in their trade? Nothing. They got oh, something yeah, in trade. the trade. Two, Jesus Christ. Two, two trades that occurred. Two trades, Stephen. Okay. What first was the first one? was was uh, Nick Letty for, okay. a sec- for a second round pick. Okay. And 50% Richard Panic, uh, who's probably <laughs> going to be buried 
They only get fifty percent of him. Uh, yeah, only 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 salary. waist down. That's all they get. I would go. I would go left side, right side if I was making that trade. Yeah, that's really. Whole, Wouldn't that's... you just skate in circles? Well, he's not going to be able to play the puck if you're just taking the waist down. Well, I, uh, but at least he can skate and hit uh, hip check somebody. Dive, dive and block shots, I guess. Yeah, exactly. All right. There you go. I mean, just half of his total body from head to toe. I mean, he's just a stick at that point. I mean, it could be the other well, half. I mean, if you skate, take the so. if you take the waist up, you could put him on the right on the crease on the power play. You just have somebody slide him in and out of the zone. He could play sled hockey though if you take the waist up. Lots oh, of people play sled hockey. I, I don't. I don't know if wow. we're talking about sled hockey though. I mean, that was, wow. I I don't. I don't think there was more of an insensitive fucking comment on this podcast. Guy doesn't that, say anything for geez. fifteen minutes and then he comes out with that. Oh my God, Jesus! It's actually, oh, it was. Oh, okay, so Nick. Hard. Sorry. Back to the eyes. Oh, Jesus Christ. So anyway, uh, Detroit took on um, took on uh, Letty for uh, yes, Benjamin. Uh, don't worry, Ben. We're not doing a podcast, bud. <laughs> no, please. Yeah. No, after you. It's your world. Whatever you need it's to your do, world, buddy. Ben. It's, it's, oh. all, it's, all, it's all about you, kid. It's all right, buddy. You want to be on the podcast? No. Does, he, does he owe us $100 like Ryan does every time <laughs> he comes on the podcast? No. It bothered me 100 times a day. I, no. It's not going to matter. It's not going to affect anything. It'll listen. So anyway, so the Detroit traded a uh, second round pick and Richard Panic with um, 50% salary retained to us to take on uh, Nick Letty. Uh, Nick's got one more year, five million bucks, five point five. So you send some, so you send something away, and you got something in return from the other team. From the other team, in this okay. case, yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's hence fair. a trade. Yeah, that's okay. exactly what happened. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, that was a great move for us. Uh, Nick had a uh, we needed to protect um, rid of our defenseman and uh, Adam Pellick, uh, Ryan Pollock and. Uh, uh, Scott Mayfield. And so Letty was either going to be exposed or we trade him. And the idea was if we trade him, we can expose other players potentially that could be picked up for, you know, a salary dump, hopefully. We'll see. Uh, or, anyway. or fucking Nick Letty, though, man, going from a team that was one goal away from potentially going to the Stanley Cup final, now going to the Detroit Red Wings. Now, Detroit's going to have him for Ugh. at least a year. Um, they they have nobody signed past. No, they'll, they'll flip him at the deadline. They though, will right? flip yeah. him at yeah. the deadline, no doubt. Yeah, Stevie yeah. Stevie Y is just collecting assets that he can flip, a hundred percent. I yeah. don't see that anything else there. He's just completely blown up that place. Well, I so don't know, man. Look, we said that about Mark Stahl last year, and he kept Stahl at the deadline, maybe because he couldn't find any buyers. But Stahl was one of the best defensemen in the NHL last season. Was so, he on the very, final year of his deal? Yes. Yes. Ah, well, wow. So it was very yeah, shocking. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, he's a Minnesota guy. He could. He's close or closer to home. I mean, he could go there. They, he could they have a, they come have back. A spot open on defense. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but uh, so that was the first trade. I uh, like I said, I freed up about what was it five point five million? Yeah. Uh, I think it was five point five. And then your donation. Yeah, five point five. Um, and then the second trade was the shocker of the day for me. I did not see this coming, but it makes the most sense to move a contract that had a player who basically was not going to play, couldn't play, uh, and basically was going to be dead weight. And if we buried him, he still eats up a shit ton of, of contract space in Andrew Ladd, which amazingly, uh, Mr. Two-time GM, uh, GM of the year uh, was able to somehow find a team that wanted to take him on for a couple picks. Two, condition, two seconds and a conditional third. 
which uh, Arizona was willing to take him on for. And then in return, so they got we got cap space for one. Two, we got to get rid of Andrew Ladd, who is not going to play for us at all. And apparently thinks he's going to play for Arizona, which I don't know how that's going to work out for him, but we'll see. Oh, my God. Um, Andrew Ladd's going to score 35 goals next season. <laughs> so interestingly, so here's the interesting thing about the third round pick. The third round, the, the conditional third, I was reading the conditions about it this before this, this call, was that Essentially, if Ladd plays one game in the 2022-2023 season or he retires before that season, there's no third-round pick that goes to them. So he has, they're basically getting him for a year, and then they will have to either bury him or he, basically they don't get the third-round pick. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. I'm not really sure if, it, if they will keep him there. I don't know. It's going to be – Interesting to see. So Lad if he plays a game or goes on IR. No, retires. He retires. retires. So if they IR him, the then they get the pick. I assume that would be the case. They could just throw him an IR. I mean, he might retire, I guess, before it would happen and be like yeah. big FU. But who knows? I, I know. It's a really interesting uh, condition. I've never hmm. thought about something like that to happen. So I don't know. If Lad works out for them, then I hope that's. I hope it does. GM that of the decade, really Lou Amarillo, at work again. Could you imagine? Um, well, we'll see. I, I honestly, though, I think I don't think that's going to happen. I think uh, Lad's going to play maybe a couple games, and they're going, or maybe he gets into training camp, and they're like, "Wow, we 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 shot ourselves in the foot on this one." Um, but who knows? Uh, we'll see. So I, I did not, was, I did not think Lou was going to get rid of Andrew Lad so no, quickly. And no. you know what? Fuck you to the Arizona Coyotes for doing that uh-huh. deal. There's always going to be a team out there. There's always going to be somebody to bail. It's always going to be somebody to bail somebody else out. Yeah. So, right. So, basically, we got rid of Vlad and and Letty. And what what this proves, Nick, Mm -hmm. is that there is not one contract in the NHL today that is untradeable. Not one. I I agree because I was calling Vlad's contract pretty bad this year. I Um, I, I think we all called it untradeable. We all called it untradeable. Um, so I don't understand it, but hey, more power to Arizona, man. Whatever they're they're smoking out there, hopefully it's the good <laughs> stuff because they needed to get a, to the floor. Maybe that that's about it. Those fucking jerk offs. I'm I'm excited to actually see what happens over there now because I had no investment in in Arizona at all. But now I'm like, I want to see what the hell they're going to do with Andrew Ladd, where he's going to play and all this shit. Because I buy a fucking Coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get the I want to get the the third jersey. With Andrew Ladd's name on it, and like it'll be like, uh, I'll put like two, two, three is <laughs> the number. Two seconds at third. <laughs> put his so, put his salary. Put his salary on the back. Yeah, since that's, that's what you cute. saved. So if if for some reason they play him in a one game in that in the twenty twenty three, in essence, the whole two trades would only net us a loss of one second round pick because we. We sent two seconds to, to Arizona and a conditional third. We picked up a second in the Letty trade. So it's possible it only costs us a second rounder to get rid of basically nine, $9 million, whatever it is. Yeah, it's like $9 million bucks. It, it, yeah, but, but what did you actually get back for him? Again? Yeah, what did you get back from, get Car- back from, from Arizona? <laughs> we got – What did Arizona send to caps. New York? They sent us a bottle of soda and a big – 
uh, glass of, uh, you know, get the fuck out of here. So, so what's, what's your definition of a trade then, Stephen? I love the- a player, a player or picks for a player or picks. Mm. Not in this okay. NHL, pal. No, you I can trade. You can not. trade L. You can trade fucking LTIR in this league. Yeah, man. Those are players. That's Those a player are- that's on long-term that's a, that's IR. A, that's an injured player. That's a salary. It's a, yes, still a player. The sled hockey player. What's right. That, so um, you're gonna send. Yeah. You're gonna Jesus, send. You're gonna kid. send an LTIR plus. Yeah, stop sled hockey. Jesus Christ. You're gonna send an LTIR player <laughs> plus a second round pick to a team, and they're not going to send you anything back. That's not a trade in your book. No, that's you a have, donation. You have, you're That's fine. You're not getting anything from the other team. But according yes, you're to getting the NHL relief. registry. You're getting, you're getting cap relief because you're getting rid of a player off of your roster. Yes. That, is a, result, that, a, result, yes. that is a result of you sending that player away. You are not getting anything back from that team. You're 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 not thinking that salaries, your cap space is not a thing, not something tangible, and it absolutely is. If you but okay, so in all honesty, I'm thinking about it like a mathematical equation, and you have two sides of the equation. That cap Uh room space that you save is on your side of the equal sign, not on Arizona, not on Arizona side. That's on your side. they're getting picks, and they're going to take it. I care. You fucking ask me a fucking question. I'm giving you the fucking answer. You want to bring math into this? What the we're fuck? We're sending them. We're sending them. Andrew Ladd is a negative. Let's call him a negative ten. And then you got like your whole fucking round, team's going to be a negative. Two second round. And you never picks. even made the Stanley Cup Finals during this run. So shut those up. Are probably going to even out and make it a zero. So be an even. And basically, they're going to be an even some trade here, right? And fucking it's whatever. a trade. I mean, who cares, really? All right. I, mean, I love how annoyed Steve is about this. Oh stuff. my god, I mean, this is really. like this is beyond irritating to him. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a question and then just say, but who cares? <laughs> well, then why'd you ask me the fucking question? Fucking idiot. It's a good thing we're not in the same studio. This this one might come to fisticuffs. No, I, no, I don't think we're good. I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> yeah, oh, give, give us give us a few minutes. Yet <laughs> keep to keep poking at that. Well, Bill, actually, the, the Penguins made a, a hockey trade. They did. There was they, a lot of a, there was a lot of Devils fans who wanted this guy, Jared McCann. Guys, yeah, that you guys sent away. Yeah, I wanted well, Jared McCann. Yeah, shit. Well, you can yeah, probably they, have him because Toronto didn't fucking protect him. They traded for a guy that didn't even protect. What's the point of that? I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. The logic behind a lot of these moves is really escaping me. So I, I don't really. I mean. The Penguins traded McCann for Philip Hollander, who was part. They keep trading back and forth with Toronto, pieces, <laughs> the same pieces for, for different people. Like they, you know, uh, they they traded Kapanen, and then they traded back for Kapanen, and then they traded one of the guys that they got Kapanen back with back to Toronto and and pulled him back. It it's just mind boggling. But uh, yeah, prospect Philip Hollander for Jeremy McCann and. and I, I thought he was part of I I had him on my list of guys that the Penguins were going to protect. It's 25, makes a few million. It's not like they're getting huge cap relief by uh, by shipping him out. They do get some, and maybe they do have some plans for that. Is my only guess. But you know, he's 25 years old and um, and and really played well in the power play last season when oh, gotta wave my hand and turn the light on again. 
really played well on the power play last season when uh, when Malkin went down, and and uh, I I figured you know I had finally really kind of shown that that he, he was going to stick there. At least I thought. But yeah, they they sent him out and uh, and got a prospect back. Uh, but but then based on who they protected later, which I guess we'll get into later on, but based on who they protected, I I can't I still can't figure out why they would have would, would have traded them and protected some of the guys they protected in, in turn. So they'll just they'll just trade with Toronto later on to get them back anyway. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Yeah, they just they just ship the same players back and forth, those two teams. I'm glad that they're continuing that tradition now that Rutherford's gone. I mean, it looks like the new GM is embracing that that uh, that standing uh, tradition. So, was that all the Penguins did, as far as trades? I think so. Yeah. Well, the Rangers got rid of uh, Brett Howden finally, which was a uh, which one of the, one of those guys was was going this year. Uh, either they were to lose Howden in the expansion draft or um, Gauthier. I, I always thought. Um, but they traded Howden basically for a fourth. There was another player there, but he'll never play on the Rangers. He'll be a free agent. Um, and they also traded a seventh to Tampa Bay for Barkley Goudreau. Now the reports are Barkley Goudreau is going to sign a six year deal with the New York Rangers for an ABV of $3.6 million for your third and fourth line guy. What do you think guys about like, that deal? Guys like Sezikis, <laughs> guys like Coleman, they are l- licking their lips at the amount of money that Barkley Goudreau is going to get. Yeah, um, who cares? I think both of those guys are going to make more <laughs> than Goudreau. What do I think? I think you're basically getting yeah, Jesper Foss back. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, whatever. You're basically getting Jesper Foss back, um, but at 1.6 more per year. They're basically the same size, basically the same type of guy, good penalty killer. I don't know, $3.6 million ABV is not a terrible contract. It's, it's probably going to be a tradable contract later on, but um, I thought they're, they're overpaying for Goudreau for sure. I, and I had more problem with the years. I thought six years was just too many. I think four years, if it was four years at that, at that price, yeah. I think that's, I think that's fine. Yeah. Because then you get a good two years out of him, and then he's tradable with two years left on his deal. Yeah. But uh, it, we don't know what the deal is going to be, but I have to assume it's probably going to be a little bit more front-loaded than it is going to be back-loaded. So the salary at the back-loaded, the, the cap hit might be high, but the actual salary going to the player might be very, very low, which makes him tradable in those last two years, possibly. And, and maybe they're um, just banking on that the cap is just going to go up significantly when uh, things kind of return uh, to it, normal. I think every team is is, is praying for something like that. Got to be, right? Uh, yeah. But um, I think Goudreau is a step in the right direction um, for the Rangers. And um, they didn't protect Goudreau either, which, you know, makes me want to believe that he signed with the Rangers and that's going to be it. And at 3.6 per year, I mean, why wouldn't you? I don't think he's going to get that from Seattle, um, but who knows? But the, um, after we got off the pot, after we did the podcast last week, the Devils made a, uh, a trade, a really good one too for them. Six foot five, 220 pound defenseman. Exactly what they've been missing for years. And it only cost them Maltsev and the Islanders second round pick. Not a it bad a, deal at all. It was it was a steal for the Devils for sure. Yeah. So what's um what's your take on, on Maltsev? See, was he a guy where did he kind of fit? He was gonna be a, a fourth line center, but uh, or wing, you know, not really gonna be an impact player. Bottom nine, basically forward yeah. kind of. 
Yeah. That's a good deal, man. Adam Graves is going to be a great pickup for you guys. So is yeah. Ryan Graves. <laughs> both, I think both of them are going to be great. Adam's terrific, though. Who doesn't want Adam? He really should request to wear number nine. Well, I mean, that's somebody who put somebody posted that on a Devils fan on Twitter yeah. posted that just to troll the Rangers a little bit more. So I'm really, you know, I didn't, I can't, I can't say that I've really paid attention to him playing for Colorado, but just in seeing some of the uh, some of the film on him that's been posted this last week, it's it's going to be very nice to see him back there. You think these they have a guy that they wanted to play with him on the right side, Severson? Or... Oh yeah, no, I think Smith will work will line up well with Smith? him too. Yeah, you know, again that balanced you know, offensive defenseman with a defensive defenseman. I yeah. think that's an ideal second line. Right. And then, uh, and then you got Severson on the top line. You Siegenthaler down on the fourth line. I think they're going to wind up re-signing Murray for the third line. And then we'll see what plays out with Butcher uh, in the expansion draft. Interesting. But you definitely got a, a, a top four defenseman in, yes. in Ryan Graves. Without a doubt. I think you guys are going to like him. A I lot. think he is a solid middle pairing. You know, on a successful team, he is a solid middle pairing defenseman. On this team, he might play top line minutes. You know, in the beginning of the season. I agree. He'll help out the, he'll help out the PK. He's only got two years of three point one. Right. If he plays that well, I don't right. think you guys will mind paying him. You know, wouldn't mind resigning him now because we still got those kids. Got they're still years away. Ball and and Riley Smith. You know, they're still a couple years away. They got to play a couple years in. <laughs> Don't mind me. Dude, all you got to do is do this. That's all you got to no. do. Sorry, sorry about that. Thanks. Um, sorry, my wife is changing in front of me. Um, she should stay yes. the same person that she is. Why <laughs> didn't you turn Not the computer? Oh, you, you want me to turn the computer? Yes. Why? What's the matter? No? Get a okay. mirror or something behind you? Apparently not. So the expansion list did come out, and um, I don't think there was any huge surprises on any of our list. Billy's, um, Billy's McCann, I think, I was literally the only one. Yeah. I was a, I was surprised we kept we put a Clutterbuck and Martin on our list, but hey. And Tom, I mean, come on. You had to have been surprised that Kevin Rooney was on the list. I really thought they were going to protect Blackwell over Rooney because I thought Rooney was expendable because of Mar um, because of Barron next year. Um, that's the only reason why I thought Rooney was a little bit more expendable than than Blackwell. But um, they're either going to lose Blackwell or Julian Gauthier um, in this. There's really nobody else to take from the Rangers other than Nick, those two guys. Nick, who do you think you're going to lose? Uh, I want them to take uh, either Everly. I want them to take Everly, but I'm pretty sure they're probably going to take uh, – um bellows likely he's a first, just first young runner. and young and young potential potential it makes the most sense there's no, like if you're building a team why wouldn't you take a guy that is you know got some had some good looks last year and uh has talent and is, isn't gonna be a big uh big problem for you yeah, I mean, you can get you could, that you can get that veteran player on some other team here's a chance to yeah. grab a, a young a young player and they're you gonna, don't, you don't gonna, think they're gonna, gonna lose bailey uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Like, they, like there's a lot of lot of that's a big one for a lot of the fan base is that basically he's the longest tenured player for the team. He's he's been a leading scorer if you combine the the, the point totals in the playoffs the last two years. Um, he plays everywhere. He just is like that guy that just kind of holds a lot. Of, he's a glue guy. He holds a lot of uh, things together for us. So that's all 
cool. I mean, he's only 31. He's got two year, three years left on his deal. It's not a terrible deal. We're just in a cap space problem. So I would love to see him back, of course. Um, but I think, you know, it's, it's possible. They could, it depends. I think they're going to take a few guys that are, you know, they have to hit a certain number, a certain cap, right? That was it. I think the bot was, what's the, the amount? Did you guys see it? It was like 60 million or something. They have to, floor, 50 million. Yeah. Yeah. They have to hit with the, the guys they take a certain amount. But uh, anyway, it, they're going to take some guys, some leaders, you know, some guys to keep the, you know, keep the, all the young players in check and try to build to foster an environment. They're not going to take a bunch of just only kids. I mean, they're going to build yeah. a team here. So I, I don't know if it's going to be a guy like a Carey Price or, you know, there's uh, a number of other guys, big names out there. Um, that they could they could take a few of those guys and then build around them, but he'd sell a lot uh, of jerseys, wouldn't he? Carey Price would sell Gary a lot Price? of jerseys in Seattle. Listen, that's the biggest name out there, and I think that was brilliant by Montreal because he's a guy that they could, you know, he's he was great for them, but that's an albatross of a, of a contract. Yeah, nobody else was taking that contract. I don't even no. think Seattle's taking that contract, to be honest with you. But, but you know, they're they're looking at they're looking at it hard. If he's healthy, they're look they they could take him. Well, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of guys on the list for, for Seattle that would sell jerseys. And, and look, that's, that's something that Seattle has to think about. They have to think about guys oh, yeah. that are going to sell jerseys. Built-in brand we, names. We, yeah, we, but we've talked about even, even here with the Devils and P.K. Subban. He is a guy that would be well-received by the fan base, and he would sell a shit ton of jerseys for them. A shit ton. He, so, he comes into every team he goes to. And his primary concern is immediately connecting with the fans. And that's what they need. What more would you want? I, yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, and I think either, it's either going to be PK or it's going to be Will Butcher. That's taken. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree with one of those two as well. Pittsburgh? Well, Pittsburgh, and this is, goes back to what I was saying about, you know, why did they trade McCann and then structure their, um, their protected list like they did? Because, uh, you know, at forward, they, they protected, uh, obviously, um, Crosby and Malkin and um, Kapanen, Rust, Gensel. Okay, all, all those guys are pretty obvious. Then then they went with, with Bluger, for one, who they just re-signed. Uh, and then the seventh one is Jeff Carter. Why are you protecting Jeff Carter? Why are you protecting, like, a, 30, a guy who's going to be 37 next year? You think that the expansion Kraken are really on the hunt for, for adding a Jeff Carter? Uh, I mean, uh, that doesn't make sense to me. I like Jeff Carter. Um, not saying he's not worthy of, you know, maybe, I mean, who knows? Maybe they would want a veteran, uh, you know, maybe he would fit in the mix somehow. But I think the, the risk of losing him was, was relatively low. So why? So I'm thinking through why would they do that? And, and the only conclusion that I can come to kind of goes with the McCann deal where they, where they you know, dealt uh, and, and got a little bit of salary relief with McCann for Hollander. I, I think they're trying to push Seattle to pick up another larger contract. Um, so now that uh, the obvious choices from the guys they have left exposed now are Pedersen on defense, who's over 4 million a year and uh, Zucker uh, at forward and, and, um, and Tanev at forward. So Tanev's around three and a half million and Zucker's I think over five. So they want one of those salaries gone. And, and I think that they, they must have some plan once they have this additional cap space, because they're going to lose one of those guys that I kind of tend to think uh, Tanev at this point, but it could be Pedersen because he's one of the really one of the better defensemen uh, available. 
Look, so, if you uh, put a guy like Benny the Jet Rodriguez out there, how do you not take him? I mean, he's a good he's a good one too. I mean, maybe they, they'll they'll, they'll uh, upend the Penguins plan there and 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 go for one of them. I, I think I think on, like on the Penguins, uh, I think you're looking at either Tanev or P- Marcus Peterson or Pedersen uh, as somebody that's going to be very intriguing um, to the Seattle Kraken. Tanev for your third line energy guy, and Pedersen's a younger uh, defenseman, um, still making a little bit of salary, but he's still young. So I I, I look at yeah, those 25. two players as I look at those two players are. Prime, prime for the picking for for the Kraken. And do you guys think that anybody who's on the unprotected list is trade bait? Uh, unprotected list? Yeah. Yeah. Not on your protected list because obviously they're question. protecting they're protecting yeah. these guys for a reason. But if anybody who was unprotected by a team, wouldn't you think they're available in a trade? If they, I mean, everybody not, is. Everybody is, not, right? If they're not doing a, uh, if they're not doing their their list solely to pander to specific guys like they're veterans like hey we protected you but we're making a deal so everyone else is that's not gonna you know be there so like for instance the Isles protected Matt Martin and uh, uh Clutterbuck right so why why do that they don't have very big contracts and they could have been in guys that they looked at and said you know what let's just take one of these guys for his veteran presence or it could be that they the Isles have a deal in in, in place for Kraken to take somebody specifically like we want to take this guy and therefore we're just going to use our spots up to you know tell Mart, Maddie Martz and, and Clutterbuck that hey we love you guys we want you to stay here for a long time and then the other guys are you know potentially that are other that are exposed may not actually be be moved potentially like they just were like okay it's not going to happen right maybe or maybe not maybe it's uh maybe they're definitely trade bait no matter what because the team's just like sorry guys you weren't part of the, the core 10 guys we could pick I mean, I definitely think everybody on the Devils' non-protected list is tradable. Yes, but that they're an easy team to to figure that out. Right, you know, and, if it's and, not Heisher, Hughes, Smith, or Blackwood, you're tradable. Yeah, and I looked at and look at a player like Brandon Tanev uh, on the Penguins. He was if Tanev is gone off your team next year, who's that energy guy? Who's who's the guy that's going to be who's going to go around and hit people? Who's going to be your pain in the ass type of player? And I don't know that you guys yeah. have that guy. I mean, they they re-signed Bluger, who's who's kind of like a a, a mini. But he's not that guy. But he's no, no. The, if if anybody got hit on the other team this season, it would be, he got hit by Tanev. Nobody <laughs> on the Penguins hits anybody except for Tanev. I mean, every game this season, uh, the Penguins were out hit a uh, thirty-four to fifteen. Tanev had ten of them. I mean, it, it nobody literally everybody out there is Luke Robitaille, except for Tanev. Tanev's the only guy running around like hitting anybody. So I, I don't know. I don't know if they lose him, what they, what they do for that, uh, for that element, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what they're saving their cap space for to, to find some hitters. I don't know. It's right. And if the, if the Rangers didn't sign Goudreau, I was, I was wondering if the Rangers could possibly make a, a trade for a guy like a uh, Brandon Tanev, because he would be the ideal guy for the Rangers at this point in his career. And at this point, the Rangers rebuild well, I don't know if it's a rebuild. Anymore. When will they announce those? We made this side deal with Seattle, so they didn't take so and so. I think it's at the draft, isn't it? It's at at the draft. Yeah. Okay. So that's a great yeah. point because I don't know if you guys saw today. There was um, some uh, behind the scenes uh, camera video cam a video taken of one of the uh, the picks that they're recording. They're pre-recording the picks, 
what they're doing at different locations throughout, throughout Seattle is they're going to do the picks from different places like the fish market and the, yeah i saw the, the they, they did something with the fish market right yeah yeah the so fish market the needle and the arena what else do they have there's going to be all, all the town all the city i'm sure there's other places that people care about in seattle yeah but you saw but, they, are, yeah. they, they had that list of former seattle like uh sports stars yeah and, yeah and popular celebrities and stuff Correct. who's the one Correct. seattle player person that's off that that's not on that list that should be sean kemp should not oh, be Sean Kemp is Ken on the Griffey list. Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey was on the list. Not on the list. Well, maybe he wasn't local those. though. Yeah, he couldn't do it. Uh-uh. But maybe. Anyway, I was gonna say was that the they caught the camera of you know the, the whole thing happening where they throw a fish and Kevin Weeks opens an envelope and reads a player, and it's basically they're gonna do that for like five or probably five or six players per team. Because they he the video is him saying like uh, oh, okay. one of the players right, and it's like oh they're gonna select that guy. It's like no dummy. They're gonna do that for like five or six things. So if that's the case, that means it's all pre-recorded. The trades have already been you know figured already out. Been done. Yeah. Yes. Have to do. Have to. Otherwise, they're gonna have to be like oh we're just gonna can that and just Batman's gonna say it. I don't know. I mean, the NHL could do that because they, they do screw things up, but it seems like they no. have to have all those in. They probably have those all in. So. You imagine that they get this right since they're already recording the videos. Yeah, and I, I have to think that Ron Francis kind of knew who he was taking before all those official lists. Or or they were practicing the bit for the actual recording of the draft. Like they were getting the timing down and, and the lighting or whatever, the sequence down for when they actually do it. I'm pretty sure it's going to be recorded i don't think they're doing it live but they but, might do it yeah. they might do it an hour before the airing as opposed to doing it 36 hours before the airing no they were they were saying that some of the players so. are going to be told like 24 hours before everything actually yeah. happens oh really so okay by 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 yeah. this time right now players who are going to be on the kraken probably already they know, know they're going to be yeah, on the crack they probably know already at this point they probably just tell them like hey you're you've been going to be selected they're not gonna they're not gonna find out during the draft that'd be uh that'd be cool but that's not gonna happen the, the teams yeah, are gonna that, put them away and, and i'm sure some of that some of it's gonna leak tomorrow too i would imagine at least a player <laughs> yeah. or two especially if it's a big name like carrie price or suban or or uh um you know kevin rooney. Else. kevin rooney Pri- price is gonna be, be uh the entire you know montreal fan base will be hounding oh, him man. tomorrow yeah, but don't don't discount what Seattle's going to do with players like Tarasenko. Take them and flip them, because that definitely could happen. I've heard reports yeah. of that happening. He's not the only one on that, like, of the big names that, yeah, that you're going to see that happen to. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Well, not only do we have the expansion draft, uh, that is tomorrow evening at 8 o'clock, uh, being broadcast on, on the ESPN through Sportsnet. Is that correct? No, um, I think that's just, yeah, I think that's, that's the, the feed that they're going to have, in, right? No, that's for the draft, the, the regular draft. Oh, that's the regular draft. Yeah. Well, we do have a regular draft coming up. Um, so I guess we'll review some, uh, some prospects who you think your team is going to uh, draft in the NHL draft. I think we're, I, we're just going to do round one of the draft. Um, I don't think we have enough time on this podcast to do all, all seven rounds. I think we should do all seven. I don't know. Well, you can, if you, hey, look, if you want to do all seven, knock yourself out. No, really. Um, but we'll do it in pick order. And uh, the Devils got number four. At number four, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select 
either Luke Hughes or Brant Clark, whichever one is still available. And if both are available, I have a feeling they're going to go Luke Hughes to keep Jack happy. Uh, seems like it's going to happen. They're they're basically rated exactly the same. So if they're so both avail- if they're both available. Would they take Luke? I, if they, if they're both available, I think they'll take Luke. Yeah, and then in the ho- and then the and then part of the hope is also some point down the line you convince Quinn to come on over too, oh and you get all three of them on the same team. It's the fucking Stall brothers all over again. Jesus Christ. But they never played together, all three on the same team. They never all three played on the same team, no. Played the same game. All well, maybe three the Luke played. Hughes, maybe yeah. the Hughes brothers will. Maybe. Ugh. So you get all three numbers on the jersey, just says Hughes. No, I would never do that. Gay. <laughs> but is is you know, so, so Luke Luke plays defense? Yeah. Left or right? Do they did did is that a position they need? Or oh, is this no, that's that's a happy? that is absolute defense. One way or another, they're taking a defenseman at number four. That is a that is definitely a position of need in the organization. Okay. Um. So Brant Clark is also a defenseman. There are some boards that have Owen Power slipping down to four. I Brant, don't think it's going to happen, but I didn't realize Owen, Owen Powers was such a big kid. Yeah, six man, he's Holy massive. Crap. Yeah, he's a monster. His name is Power. He has to be big. Yeah, you do have to be big. <laughs> so interestingly, the Clark, uh, Brent Clark, he's a right-hander, which That's is what they need there. a little bit more organizationally. But I still think it's who's if there's if there's if they know if they feel like one's better, you go with the guy who you feel is him better, no matter what. Left or right, you gotta go with the guy that's yeah. not positional, but just go with the guy that's more now. Brant, the right? knock on Brant Clark is his skating. I mean, yeah. you definitely don't want a defenseman who's who's got issues skating. Unless, unless, unless he's a stay-at-home defenseman, is he stay-at-home defenseman? Still, you still need to get up. No, he's not. Yeah, you still need to get up and down the ice, and and your gap coverage. You still need to have those quick feet, and I think that's why they would lean more towards Hughes because he does have that better skill skating wise and you can always put muscle on does he got a good shot pass oh he's got an excellent shot pass oh wonderful there's a shot pass isn't a thing no it is it's shot it's it's a shot but it's a pass it's just shot shot no it's just a pass if if you're not you're you're disguising you're you're disguising the pass as a shot it's a shot pass oh it might be a fake shot tom's probably got a lot of good stuff to say but look at him he's so frozen and then and then he's shooting on a goal Oh, Robo Tom. Machine Tom. Is it? Uh, do I get it? Oh, nothing. Yeah, you got it. You got it. I, like hotel internet. You, it, it's a, it's a crapshoot. What do you want? So all those, I, it's all those so people right. watching the porn on the in on the on the tube. I mean, cool. God bless them. God bless them. Um, so the Rangers would be next at fifteen. And look, there's the, there's a whole slew of guys at fifteen that they could possibly take. Um, and look, I I think this this draft is is a crapshoot anyway um, for, for players and the amount they played in the past year and a half and where they fall in line with, with the, uh, with the rankings, I, I'm, I'm sure are going to be all screwed up a little bit. Um, but they, there's a number of different centers that they can take um, whether they want to go a center who has some size like a uh, Samuel Hell Helenus, uh, don't ask me to pronounce these friggin' last names because I'm I'm atrocious at these things. Tom, can you pronounce those last names? No. Uh, Daniel Gregoriev, um, 
I mean, those guys, 6'6", 201, 6'5", 205, really big kid centermen. Um, and then the rest are going to be, uh, you know, on average in like six foot, six foot one, probably about 180, 885 pounds. Um, the guy that I like, though, uh, is uh, Xavier Bogart, Bogat, but, but yeah, that guy. Uh, good shooter, underrated playmaker, uh, six foot, 172 center. Um, he's, he's rated in that kind of middle of the first round, exactly where the Rangers are going to pick. Um, he is, he's probably um, going to be there for the Rangers along with Fedor Svechkov. Uh, he's a good two-way guy, but they're saying he lacks a dynamic element, six foot 187. So I don't know if you need another third or fourth line center. Right. Uh, right. I go for the good shooter, the good playmaker and, and with, with Xavier. So I, I, I hope, um, at, at 15, what's well, really 16, but Arizona doesn't have a draft pick in the first round. So it's 15. Cheaters. Um, so I hope they, they get this kid, Xavier uh, Bugot, or whatever the hell his name is. Who's next? And that, and, and, and center is a position they absolutely yeah, Organizationally, it's, it's, a, it's a position of need. be looking nowhere else other than either a playmaking center or a really big I'm going to knock you on your ass, Lindros size uh, center. Well, the last time they did that, they chose Hugh Jessman. So I'm hoping they don't make that mistake. <laughs> and then, and then signed Lindros as a free agent. Mm. Right. No, they traded, traded, they traded for, him? for him. Yeah. They traded for him. That was Kim Janssen and a couple other, a couple other uh, prospects. So the Penguins would be next. What Penguins do you need? Would be next. Uh, I don't even know what number they're drafting that, but um I think they're going to get Owen Powers. I think they'll get Owen Powers. Oh, good, good call. He might <laughs> drop. He might drop. Um, you know, wherever the Penguins are, are drafting, uh, I, I think the their need is pretty clear, and, and it's a it's a goaltender. And goaltenders sometimes sometimes the top goaltender in a draft class will slip past where he's rated because not everybody's looking to draft a goalie uh, so, in the first round. So the top, so the top goalie in this draft is going to go top 10. So you're looking at the second – maybe the second best will drop down. Wrong. He's, he's looking at probably the sixth or the seventh best goalie in this draft because the Penguins do not have a first-round pick. They have a second-round pick. Okay. Well, well, what off. are we talking about then? All right, Nick. So, <laughs> so Bill, thanks, Nick, thanks for nothing. And, and, and thanks, thanks for to Lou Lamarillo. Thanks to Lou Lamarillo, Nick doesn't have a first round pick until 2094. So <laughs> he's not in this conversation. We're not in the next yet. So uh, we're, we're, we still got our first round pick next year. But uh, I don't for know. Now, now. Pick... For now. For now. For now. I, I have a hard time believing he's going to move that unless unless the Kraken, you know, bend us over to get rid of uh, Eberly. But anyway, uh, we're going to take prob- – it doesn't matter who we're going to take. Somebody in the second round, potentially, if, if we keep the second round pick. That's our first pick. Uh, it's going to be late in the second. I would hope we take either a uh, center or defenseman, right-handed defenseman, um, but likely a center because we kind of need – depth-wise, our forwards are starting to dry up there. Um, we have some guys that are a year or two away in defense that are going to start to restock the, the, the NHL. But um, I think that's going to be – more the the things to find start finding the centers that gonna start replacing the guys as like Brock Nelson and and the Casey Zekas eventually start to to wear down or if they decide to move somebody right so uh, we still have to lock up Barzal for a longer period of time um, in a, f- a couple of years so that's gonna be interesting to watch but 
We'll see. I don't know. I don't think that's, that's going to happen. Our first pick's not so late in the second, so uh, we'll see what happens. No, I'm not. I'm not really hopeful on this draft, to be honest. No, I, I again, I, I to me, this this draft is a crapshoot. You never know what you're going to get with this draft, just because of the lack of hockey that everybody has played over the past year and a half. It's a good point. It's a good uh, point. No one's played much. So who's got a whose team is is has got crazy rumors surrounding it besides the Rangers right now? Well, the Penguins are, are looking to pick up a sled hockey player. Jesus Christ! My God, all freaking holy all, shit! All podcast. I mean, that's all they can afford, though, right now, right? Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens after. The I haven't. I haven't seen specifics, but I've heard the Devils were one of uh, several teams that made a real serious push for Tarasenko. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't see specifics in terms of what was offered. The, gotcha. the rumor going around is that they're gonna that the Kraken are gonna select them, select him, but trade him. Yeah, to somebody else. That's the rumor going around, and every team has been a lot of teams have been yeah. linked to them. Lou's called on him apparently, supposedly, and a bunch of other. If, if you know, if it leaks, then he's probably not gonna trade for him. But. There goes that. There goes that twenty ninety five yeah. first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be interesting if. He came 50% retained somewhere, but that would probably cost a bunch. I think the team that takes a shot at that, I think it could, it could work real well if he's healthy. I guess the big question mark is like, you know, he's been two years, not healthy. He got a surgery that apparently is, you know, from a different doctor, if not from there, not from the the St. Louis blues doctor. And apparently they fixed it after, you know, which is really bad to be honest. That whole, that whole story was not great to read about, but. Hopefully he's better and hopefully it's not affecting him. But I'm always concerned with guys' shoulders because like every guy that's every player that's had uh in shoulder injuries, they seem to be recurring no matter yeah, what. They yeah. just continually happen and you can't hit anymore. And if that's the guy the way he plays, you know. And not only yeah, or, or get hit. You can't get hit too. Yeah, it's it changes the way you play. So and he's not a young guy. It's not like he's, you know, like we had um Calvin DeHaan for Isles, he had constant shoulder injuries. He he missed chunks of time. Yeah. Every seemingly every year, he had multiple surgeries on both shoulders, and it was brutal because he was a talented player, but like he couldn't he couldn't stay healthy, and it wasn't his fault. He just like he got like one was one time was like the preseason, and you're like, fuck, dude, what are you doing? Just, you know, shouldn't have preseason so, games. So let know. me ask you a question: If your team, Nick, especially you, or even Bill for this matter. If your team lost their entire third line and had to replace them with, you know, journeymen, cheaper guys, youth, is your team going to be better or worse the next year? Uh, replace the entire third line? The entire third line. Well, that would mean probably going to be a lot worse. You're probably going to be a lot worse, right? Well, yes, yeah. we'd be. be yeah, worse. for sure. So Tampa's in that position right now that if Seattle takes Gord with their pick, which they very most likely will, Tampa's going to lose their entire third line line they're going to lose coleman free agency they traded away goudreau and they're going to lose gord in the expansion draft it's it's money it's 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 money off their books that's that's great i'm sure they're excited about that but that is that is a shit that's a shit ton of talent off of your off of your team if you want to go for the three p well what else they got, well they got to do the repeat basically because they you know didn't have to put kucherov on their books all season so I mean, it's time to pay the piper. I mean, it, it, this was not going to last forever for them. They got to do something about their uh, their salary and their roster now. 
no, no, I, look, yeah, it, it's time to pay the piper, of course, unless they make some 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 arrangement with the Devils to take Tyler Johnson or they take they have the Kraken take Palat. Um, I hear that you could trade a lot over to Arizona uh, for nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently you can. So there's a bunch of you. Uh, not for uh, nothing. You get all this free cap space, man. It's not for nothing. Jesus Christmas. That's idiots. Nothing in return. I, I really hope yeah. the Devils. I really hope the Devils trade something for uh, for cap space. I really do. They wouldn't do it. That's just idiotic. Well, what if it was future it'd be wild to need to do that. Well, future, future considerations, considerations, you're probably going to get a player. As shitty as that player may be, you're you're going to get a player or a bag of pucks or something. I mean, well, I want to hear Steve say it, but nope. <laughs> no, yeah. you can want all you want, buddy boy. <laughs> all you want because right right now i think it's time for trivia with bill yeah i got one i got this this one's gonna be really hard today okay shocking is it about shot pass is it about shot pass (laughs) shot passes don't exist if you're shooting if you're shooting the puck trying to score or even for a deflection it's a shot it's just it's just a shot and if you're sending the puck to somebody, not trying to score, but trying to get it to a teammate, that's a pass. And it doesn't matter yeah. if you wind up like it's a slap shot and then you send it to him. It's just a pass. There's not, it's not a shot pass because you're not, it's, you're not taking a shot and it happens. It, it just doesn't happen. Shot pass, the best play hockey, I got to tell you. Best play, I love it. Best play, play hockey, got to love it. Yeah. I'm going to trade pass, you pass. my shot pass for nothing. That's what I'm going to do. You have a wrist pass you don't have a shot pass (laughs) okay my my trivia back to my trivia and again put on your thinking caps for this one Uh, jesus christ where is the hockey hall of fame located edmonton you're so wrong you're so wrong and ohio no that's the 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 football hall of fame is there that's miami florida cooperstown Cooperstown. That's the baseball Hall of Fame. That's yeah, two. Cooperstown's got every, everything but where, where's the basketball one? Springfield. Springfield. Yeah. Springfield in which state? The Springfield the Simpsons live in or the Springfield? No. Ohio. Yeah. Just say no. Ohio. No. I think it's I figured you'd know where the NBA one is. Massachusetts, I think, but no. Connecticut? The Rhode Island? Oh, no, no. It's um, Woodstock, New York. I no, Guys, guys, you, you've got this all wrong. It's in a mall, Menlo Park Mall. Oh, boom! Oh no, the Easter Bunny there's boom more convincing, but no, it is not the Menlo Park Mall. Uh, Brunswick well, Square is in a mall. You are right; it is in a mall, but not Brunswick the Square. No, not the Brunswick Square. No, no, it's not a mall in New Jersey. The, the Hockey Hall of Fame would not really make sense in the state of New Jersey. No, mall, you're right. Mall it of would America's? make more sense. It would make far more sense if it was in Montreal. Oh yeah, sure. Totally. Make an awful lot of sense. The home, and, the and home you're of hockey. Closer, you're getting closer. That's not where it is. Uh, they should oh, then put Ottawa. It in the basement of Wanda's, but uh, they, mm. uh, that was my suggestion. Then Ottawa, Quebec. It is not nope. Ottawa. It is not Quebec. The former home Nova Scotia. Jesus Christ, Ottawa! Fucking, it's the capital of Canada. Kamloops, British Columbia, Manitoba. Calgary. It's on fire right now. We can't talk about Manitoba. Oh, no. Yeah, no, but we could talk about sled hockey all night long. But we, yeah, really. Let's not talk oh, about no, some no, no. fire in a forest. 
why else would they be putting a fucking expansion team there? It's in Seattle, right, Bill? Right? Come on. No, 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 it's not. It's not in Seattle. They're not putting the Hockey Hall of Fame where they just discovered the NHL like three minutes ago. No, it's not that. Detroit? That's why it's Hockey Town? No, no. Well, it's Hockey Town in the USA. Why hasn't anybody guessed Vancouver yet? But it's not Vancouver. No, either. well, Steve said British Columbia, so I, we just gave him that. Kamloops, British Columbia. What, yeah, but it's, it's not like it's not like they're going to do something stupid and put it in Toronto. So that's not even a guess. No. Uh, God damn it! New Orleans. Orleans. New Orleans. No, it's Fat Tuesday, <laughs> baby. It's Ar- Ar- Arizona with all their draft picks that they're trading for nothing. <laughs> Why don't we put the Hockey Hall of Fame in a hot climate? It's not in the southern United States. So I'll that just... you can go any time of the year. Well, yeah, if it's, you'd be if stupid it's not to Miami, you'd be stupid to put anywhere. it in in Canada where it's freezing cold. <sighs> yeah, why would you dumb. put it in a fucking tropical destination so you get people there all year round? Aruba? Not Aruba. And, and Nick, not you know Nick, don't play along, Nick. Don't play along. Oof, just sit there and take raise your hands in your air and wave them like you just don't care. <laughs> don't don't play along. That's fine. This has been like the longest bit we've ever had. I'm trying to land the plane, boys. All right, go ahead. What do you think, Nick? <laughs> I, I don't know. Fucking Toronto. I don't care. It's fucking place I'll never go. <laughs> fucking Toronto. That's oh, right. he got it. Wow. Oh, man. It's in a mall. Ooh, it you were hot. You were so close when you said it was so in a mall. So close. Who the yeah. hell wouldn't Bill, have guessed Toronto? I, I know you've been there. What's the name of the mall? Does the mall have I've, a name? I have no idea what the name of the mall is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just walking through there to get to, to go downstairs. Is it a Simon It's in property? the basement, though, the Hall of Fame. Um, a... I, I don't believe so. You I mean it's not like the Gretzky Mall? I figured it would be the fucking Gretzky Mall. Is the, rest, is the Gretzky restaurant located in the same mall? No, it's probably about a quarter mile away, maybe. Wow. It sounds like a missed style. opportunity. Tasty. There's probably an Applebee's at the mall, but not the Gretzky restaurant. They have good poutine at the Gretzky restaurant. Shocking. Probably. Probably. And now it's no. time for impressions with Nick. All right. All so right. upbeat. It's so upbeat always with Nick. This is gonna be a it's gonna be an impromptu one. I didn't really practice this one at all or, or oh. plan for it too much. So. Those are always the best ones. Oh. Yes, it's gonna be Russian anyway, so it's all good. Guy, guy oh, you're the guy go. that walked away from the podcast. Mid podcast. Well, Nick, where'd you go? Oh, oh God, oh, I oh, hope oh, he's oh, putting on an outfit. <laughs> oh, that would that would rule for our podcast audience to not see. Always have the best bits for radio. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I know who it is already. Woo. <laughs> All right, boys. Ask some questions. How does it feel to win your second consecutive Stanley Cup? Fucking great, boys. Fucking great. Can't believe it. Amazing. Fucking Vassy. Who thought Vassy. Nikita Kucherov was Irish? Yeah, I, I, amazing game. I thought great, he was Scottish, man. actually. It's fucking great. <laughs> fucking great. Vassy played a great game. Amazing. Should have been. They're always after me, lucky charms. Should have been Vesna winner. Fuck that guy and wherever the fuck he's from. Number one bullshit. Fucking Montreal is fucking assholes. They they fucking those fans there go, oh we win game five or four, whatever it is. We win fucking whole thing. They celebrate like they win big, big fucking deal. Who gives shit? We the best. We champs. Back to back. Those of you listening at home, this impression is being done without a shirt. Alright, maybe no questions. Nobody can see where my other hand has been, right? Oh, just checking. Oh.
That's fucking great, man. That's fucking great. That's fucking great. I should be out on a Lynx playing golf, but instead I'm winning the Stanley Cup. It's me. It's Pat Kucherov. Oh. Oh. Oh, boys. And a note on a high note. This could have been top five funniest things ever in my life. Please go put a shirt on now. Ah, no, no, I'm not done yet. I mean, um, wait. uh, Uh, I even work out upper body today, just all lower body. Fun fact: Never know, buddy. Mm. Fun fact: If you tie your shoe too tight, apparently your your feet will go numb if you run long enough, which happened to me today. Suck balls. You like that, Tommy? I'm trying to calm down from the Irish Nikita Kucherov. Because that, honest to God, was probably one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. Well, I'm glad it worked out because uh, I was like, I don't know. I, I was like thinking about it for a couple of days. I was like, should I do that? That'd be great. But I'm like, I'm going to fuck it up so bad. So I was like, I'm not going to no, play for it. No, no, no. What are you talking no, about? No. Oh. Don't don't kid yourself. You're a tremendous. Oh jeez, holy shit! That was that was that was great, Nick. Thank you. You're welcome. Too bad we don't do this like video. That'd be amazing. Quite quite <laughs> possibly the best impression you've ever done. <laughs> That's great. Whoa. Fantastic. Shout out to Kucherov. Excellent, excellent. Uh, you know, uh, interview. After so many fucking shitty interviews I've watched this year, <laughs> trying to come up with some good impressions. I may have to figure out a different uh, format for net for season two because I'm running out of fucking things. Did Tom like just freeze again, or is he just just no? Going, he's said, he's still in still he's trying still to in disbelief down. that a you did the impression <laughs> as an Irish person and b you still don't have a shirt on. No, I don't. I don't care about the shirt thing. It's the Irish thing that really. Oh. God, I'm gonna be laughing about that for a couple of weeks. Yeah, oh. I, I don't think that one's going away anytime soon. Oh, that's got to be the might first. Be our new, that might be our new intro. Sorry, Ryan. Season two. <laughs> that might be the new intro. Oh. I think that's got to be the first button though on the uh, on the Nick soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That always sounds like me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> fucking great, man. Fucking great, man. Damn it! Uh, All right, I I I I got to change my underwear because I pissed myself. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm gonna go and start my vacation now. Uh, awesome! Great job, boys. Uh, we're gonna end it here. Uh, I forgot everything. At friends underscore rivals at Twitter on the shitter. Check the Twitter. All that stuff. Friends and rivals podcast. YouTube, Facebook. Go join that shit. You know where to get the. Uh, a podcast so uh give us a review do we have any reviews did anybody review i don't think so I'm just- i've been begging people to leave reviews every time i run into a fan on the street but uh, a fan nobody, on the street? nobody's done so yeah they stop you often do they yeah ooh, ooh, i get ooh. it i get i get stopped quite frequently no we don't no still next mom number one fan okay wonderful billy say something woody ah hero I am Andre Vasilevsky, the Chinese teammate of Nikita Kucherov. Do you play uh, the split hockey team too? I, I try to. 
sing, sing something, please. Oh, my.